Welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson. I'm here to encourage you in your walk with God. Thank you for joining in. Today's podcast is sponsored by Cunningham Financial Group. John Cunningham is a friend of mine and a brother in Christ, and he can help you with financial decisions and future planning. He's been a big help to me and my family, and I commend him to you. You can reach him at 205-913-1720. I am so thankful you're here, so let's get started. Hey, welcome back. So one of my favorite things to do in these episodes is share with you a concept that is fairly new to me and that is making a real difference. Usually it's something I should have picked up on a long time ago and didn't, but that's kind of what makes it exciting to share, something that was there all along, and when I finally grabbed onto it, really cool new things started to happen. Today's episode certainly fits into that category. Some of it may be personality, and you may not be in the same boat with me on this, but I'm just typically a sharer. I talk a lot, I overshare, I don't listen enough. It kind of comes with the territory as a preacher that every life instance is a potential story. It's an illustration to be told to others later. There are times when I will be in the middle of some event, something that's never happened before, and I'm already narrating how I'm going to tell you about it, even before it's played out. And while you might not be a preacher and understand it from that angle, I do know that social media has changed a lot of things about how we share. If you are an active contributor to Facebook or Instagram, the idea is tell everyone. A multi-billion dollar industry is built on the desire within people to be approved by other people. The addiction to feedback the chemicals released in the brain when someone knows what you are doing and likes it. So we get online and we share everything that's good, from the meal that we're enjoying, the new car we just got, or vacation pictures from a trip we haven't even gotten home from yet. We become addicted to others seeing and approving it. And sometimes even while we're doing it, we're thinking through how many people are going to know about this later, and how they're going to react to it. Have you ever been on a trip somewhere and took a picture with your family? Which would have been fine for your records later to remind you guys of where you were, but it just won't post well. So you have them stand there and take five or six pictures until the lighting is just right. Not for them or for you, but because you want to tell everyone and for it to look as good as possible. And of course, it's not just good things. We get on social media or even in crowds with other people, and we share bad things and frustrations. And we want others to feel compassion for us, to come to our defense. And with social media, we even get down to just the mundane, things that aren't good or bad. They're just normal things that all of us go through, but for some reason, I can't just go through it on my own. Maybe I'm someone who can't just experience it with my family. I have to let everyone else know about it. And let me just be clear about this. I'm not saying that that is necessarily egotistical or sinful or wasteful, but I became concerned in my own life when I couldn't just enjoy the event I was partaking in for the sake of that event. 
I couldn't just focus on the people that I was with, drawing all of the joy out of the interpersonal participation of that event, because I was also going to need to draw the satisfaction of other people knowing about it, other people fawning over it, and could even get to the point, and maybe you know what I'm saying here, where I can't even give myself over to the event itself, time with family or dealing with life, because I'm already displaced forward in time to how I'm going to represent it to others or what they're going to say or how much I need the input of people who aren't even in the room. Now, it is probably the case that you nor I are as extreme as what I just described, but I have elements of all of that in me, and I think a lot of us do. So I decided to try telling no one to begin enjoying things without needing to photograph them, to involve myself with family doing things purely and entirely for the value of that event in that moment with those people, completely untethered for how this will look to others or what they will say or how much I need their feedback because I'm not going to tell them. Here's an example in my life. Last week, my family and I left town for a few days, and we didn't tell very many people. We ate some good food. We did some neat things. We took some pictures, but we weren't concerned really about how they looked. They were just for our own memory. And look, if you go through last week of my Facebook, you will find I did post a video of the kids jumping off some rocks into the river. And in part, I premeditated to do that so that in this episode I can tell you I'm not against Facebook postings or going to church and telling elaborate stories or any of those kinds of things, so long as I can stop depending on that to really make that event meaningful. I will tell you this, though, perhaps ironically, of all of the photos and videos we took all week, guess which one took the longest? Took the right framing. I had to make the kids unnaturally wait 10 seconds until I was ready. Yeah, you guessed it. It was the video that I knew I would be sharing with everyone else on Facebook, and it had to look really good. I guess I'm just trying to dig in on the psychology of all of that and what I might be missing in the beauty of a moment, among the people right in front of me, because the true gratification and joy that I seek isn't even in the room. It's truly to be found later when I get 100 likes. And if I don't get 100 likes, maybe that wasn't a very nice cliff, and my family shouldn't have enjoyed it so much. You see how weird that works? Other people's evaluation of that family event can cause me internally to reevaluate how great it actually was. So anyway, I know this isn't a huge deal for everyone. Some of us don't have social media. Some of us aren't oversharers or don't seek or crave validation from others. But I do think all of us can learn to enjoy a moment that you've chosen to participate in 100% for the value of that event in real time. I think all of us can learn to pour our attention and draw all of our fulfillment from real time what I'm learning, experiencing, sharing, or building. Drawing great satisfaction from what is because it's happening, not because of what other people think of it later. Okay, so I want to tell you about three little quotes that I found over the last couple of months that brought this idea together. They come from somewhat unlikely sources. 
One of them is in the Marvel movie Endgame. One of them is a quote from an actor who was in that movie. And the last is from an NFL star, Joe Burrow. So I will share those with you and comment a little bit, and then we will let Jesus have the last word. Have you ever seen that movie, Avengers Endgame? At the very end, Captain America goes back in time to put all of these Infinity Stones back in their place, and then he's supposed to come right back to present day. But he doesn't. He chooses to stay in 1945, marry the love of his life, and just live out his days with her. So in present day, instead of him coming back as a young man, he's sitting over on a bench as an old man. And his buddy Sam notices him over there and walks over and can see what has happened. And they chat a little bit, and then Sam sees the ring on Captain America's hand. And he says, you want to tell me about her? And Cap looks off in the distance with a smile on his face and says, no, no, I don't think that I will. Now, I've watched that scene several times, seen the movie several times, but recently it just hit me differently. He went and found the love of his life and enjoyed an entire lifetime with her. No doubt there are hundreds of stories he could have told, amazing life events he could have shared. But you could tell by the way he looked off and reminisced on that, just the time he had with her and what it meant to them. And really, that was just about them. And so even though Sam is his best buddy, he didn't need to tell him about her, nor would it in any way at all add to the joy he has in his memories. I was watching that with my little kiddos the other day, which, by the way, this is not an ad for clear play, but if you're interested in watching Marvel movies without the cuss words that is available to you, and we had taken advantage of that, But after he said that, I looked at Ella and Nick, and then I looked over at Summer, and it just kind of hit me. This isn't about anyone who's not in this room. And how great tonight is and what we're doing together doesn't need validation. It doesn't need to be amplified. It doesn't need to be known. If it's good, then it's good because of what it is and who it's with, not for any other reason. And I would just pause here and say to you, if you want to enjoy what's happening in your life more, try to untether that joy from how other people react to your life, from what others think about it or how well you can represent it to them. Take the opportunities in your day and the people God puts right in front of you and put your attention into pouring yourself into that present moment and then lock it away as a memory and tell no one. So that phrase is the title of today's episode, but it's also in the next quote that I want to give you. The man's name is Bradley Cooper. He's a pretty famous actor. He's the voice of the raccoon in the Guardian of the Galaxy movies and Endgame. I saw something on social media the other day, him standing next to a woman that I did not recognize, and here was the quote underneath it. Travel and tell no one. Live a true love story and tell no one. Live happily and tell no one. And then he added at the end, people ruin beautiful things. Now we're not going to use up the rest of the episode on that last statement, but he is a famous actor and lived a bunch of years very publicly, kind of in a fishbowl, constantly being told about the value of his life by the way we see it and assess it. 
and in that way the opinions and ideas and approval or disapproval of others were affecting the beautiful things that he had chosen for his life. So he started doing things privately, traveling, starting a family, building out a happy life because of what it is, not because of what others think about it. And while you and I aren't in the kind of fishbowl that Bradley Cooper is, even we can put a large amount of how we feel about ourselves and our lives on how other people assess it. And you know what? People can ruin beautiful things. So let's do it. Let's travel, live a true love story, and be happy and tell no one. Now, the third quote by Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow takes it to another level. It's not just about sharing experiences and accomplishments with others. It's also about the journey itself, the work that you're putting in, the changes that you're making. If you are working and changing and growing because it is important to you, because it matters in the lives of the people that you love and to the God who made you, you can draw from your immediate environment all that you need to press on. But if that discipline and work requires outside validation, if it is fueled forward or stopped in its tracks by how many people like and support your journey, people you may not even know or rarely see, then too much of who you are is about other people. So listen to this short report on Joe Burrow. Quarterback tells young athletes, work hard in silence. Don't put it all on social media. Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow wants young athletes to know that social media is not the way they should be spending their time. Burrow was asked today what he would tell young players they should do if they want to be in the Super Bowl someday. And he said it's about what you're doing when no one else is watching, not what you're trying to broadcast to the world. Focus on getting better, Burrow said. Don't have a workout and post it on Instagram the next day. And then go sit and do nothing the next day and everyone thinks you're working hard, but you're not. Work in silence. Don't show anyone what you're doing. Let your performance on Friday nights and Saturday nights and Sunday nights show all the hard work you put in. Don't worry about all that social media stuff. Now, I think what I like most about that quote is that all of us would agree in the context of young athletes. They need to have passion for what they want, put in the hard work, study for their tests, learn and grow, and not be looking to people left and right all along the way to make them feel good about it. In fact, what Burrow says is if that's what's pushing you, you're never going to get there. We would tell young students and athletes, don't tell anyone, just get it done. Do it for the sake of its own value. And then, when you start bearing great fruit, people will come and beg you to tell them what you've been doing. And if you want to tell them, tell them. And if you don't, that's okay too, because that's not what this has ever been about. So we would all agree on that when it came to a college athlete. But I just got to thinking recently, what about me? What about the things I'm working on, the effort I'm putting in, who I'm trying to become for God, and what I'm doing to get there? How much of that am I pursuing because of its own intrinsic value, because of great faith in God, because of how it affects the people God put in my life, versus how much of it is about what other people think, how other people respond, or how great they think I am. Because if that's the reason, I won't ever do my best. 
I will only do enough for others to think I'm doing my best. Several of us guys got in the fad a few years ago of sharing our 5K times a couple days a week. We wanted you to see it. In fact, I might say I needed you to see it. Your likes and congratulations kept me going. But maybe it was more about that than the long, hard road. Because most of us hit a patch where we got over that and we stopped running. And we learned that the strength to becoming something more isn't in an echo chamber of applause. It's in our own inner strength and drive that no one else needs to know about. So this leads me to Jesus and then to a final thought. When Jesus was teaching us how to be disciples in Matthew chapter 6, he talked about three things, giving to the poor, prayer, and fasting. He goes above and beyond to emphasize the need for those things to be internal and satisfactory in and of themselves without a claim from others. He says, when you give to the poor, don't tell anyone about it. When you pray, go into an inner room and make it about just you and God. When you fast, I actually want you to take some special effort to look better so that no one will notice the sacrifices you're making. Then he says something very powerful. If you make it about others observing you, then their applause is the only reward you will get. But if it's about you and your heart and God and the work and is in no way dependent on who knows and you would prefer that they don't. It is only then that the rewards are given to you by God who sees all. For some of us, this takes a little bit of reprogramming, maybe even the ending of an addiction. But God will bless you more when you tell no one. Not because it's always against his will to tell people, but because you are founding your joy in the moment itself with the people who are in the room. You love who you are and what you're doing because of who you are and what you're doing. And God loves that beautiful combination of humility and self-confidence. Now, one final thought for balance. Sometimes you do need to tell someone. You need someone to rejoice with you. You need someone to weep with you. Sometimes where you are trying to get requires the help of others to get there. So don't be afraid to reach out for help or encouragement. But with today's focus, the point is a lot of the help and encouragement that you need is already present in your life, in the presence of God, in the relationships you're enjoying. And in many of those situations, you don't need the accolades or approval or like of others. And in fact, thoughts about those things can take you away from the moment you're in. So travel and live a true love story and live happily and tell no one. Thank you so much for joining in today. If you enjoyed this program, consider sharing it with your family and your friends. And if you're just in search of deeper Bible study or you want to share the message of Jesus with the children in your life, remember to go to creationtorevelation.com. This wonderful company run by Christians provides beautiful illustrations of Scripture from beginning to end, putting the spotlight on Jesus. And remember this, whatever you choose to do today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, excel still more.